what's tea y'all i know some of you are out there right now having a hard time having problems in your relationships having trouble with life or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping thinking why can't that be me why can't i do that why well, i'm here to let you know that you can this is create your own story with terrell garnett where we not only help you create your own story but we let you tell yours too let's get into it y'all What's good, y'all? I'm back again with another podcast. I have a guest today, and I'm going again, as always, going to let them introduce herself. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, everybody. My name is Shanae. Um, most people know me by Miss Nay Styles. So I'm a hairstylist here in Ventura County. I'm from Oxnard, born and raised. Go ahead, 805. And um, I just love what I do. I love making people feel beautiful because we're all beautiful in our own way and um I also sell hair care products and you know I love the kids too so that's me perfect I have a question since you're from the 805 in Oxnard do you feel that um uh Anderson Pack has helped put Oxnard on the map or um I can say yes because um I used to be like really into like dancing. I used to think I was Sierra at one point in time. <laughs> and um, I remember I would like go out to like LA and like, you know, dance battles and stuff. And they'd be like, where are you from? And I'd be like, oh, I'm from Oxnard. Where, where is Oxnard? So, <laughs> um, and, um, and then when I moved to the Bay Area, same thing, like where's Oxnard? And like, now it's really good to see that, you know, you can, bring up Oxnar and they're like, oh, that's where Anderson Pack is from. Yeah. I, I like that. So yeah, that is cool. I mean, I feel like uh, nobody, like you said, nobody knows where Oxnard yeah, is. Yeah, nobody knows and where it is. I used to have to tell people, I'm like, oh, it's between LA and Santa Barbara. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you, you might not know anything else in between that, but you're going to know Santa Barbara and you're going to know LA. Um, so just to break down with my first question, that was just a, I really want to shout out to actually shout out to Anderson Peck and uh, Bruno Mars on their new single. I don't oh my gosh, I, I keep playing that song. That's yeah, it, like, that's totally my vibe. Like, it's a, it an reads like song. old school, like, but you know, the words are new school. I, yeah. I, I just love it. No, I, I love that record. <laughs> I know my friend was like, oh yeah, have you heard the new song? And I'm like, oh, I haven't heard it yet. And they're like, yeah, it's baby making music. And then I listened to it. And I said, what kind of music you be fucking to? Because this ain't no baby making music. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, so, a, that's vibing music. I yes, exactly. Vibing, <laughs> But um, with everything that has happened in 2020 with the pandemic, racial injustice, and the presidency, how has the year 2020 affected you and shaped you into the person you are, as well as affected your business? Um, oh, well, it definitely took me out of the game for a minute as far as business is concerned, because I am a hairstylist and I was not supposed to be working. Um, I'm going to say supposed to be because... Um, there was a point in time where I had to, you know, be the kitchen hairstylist a few times because I had to pay the bills. Um, and then as far as, you know, you know, the racial injustices and stuff, um, 
definitely made me, I mean, I can't say that I personally have felt too much racism, you know, growing up here. I, I have friends of every color, family, every color, but um, I have an autistic son. So um, when Elijah McLean um, was killed, um, it definitely brought up a lot of like emotions. Like not only do I have to teach him about being a black male in society, but also like, you know, being even more afraid that maybe one day he'll be walking down the street and he, you know, doesn't understand what's going on. And I lose my son from something that he's even more so um, not in control of. I mean, he was born black. And then on top of that, now he has a, you know, a mental disability. So it, it was just really emotional. Um, some days it was really hard to focus on anything um, because, you know, you try to have a happy face and make people feel good about themselves, but, mm -hmm. you know, you're so heavy with so many different emotions and it's like, you, some days I didn't even turn on the TV or listen to the radio. Cause it's like, you know, I, I need to walk away. I can't, you know, focus. So, but in the end, um, it ended up being, you know, pretty good for me. I did open my own um, studio. I was working at another salon. It was a great salon, but um, I did seem to um, see a little differences between me being a black hairstylist and, you know, the other hairstylists there that were, you know, Hispanic. Um, they don't do, I don't feel like any of the girls did anything purposely, but, you know, there would be customers or people that would come in and, you know, say things that maybe they didn't know were so offensive. <laughs> so it made me just really look at um, my surroundings a little differently and, um, you know, branch off for myself. Awesome, though. And I find that um, I hear even so more so recently that people think that uh, Black people make everything a race issue. Um, but when you really look at everything, like there's racism in almost everything. Yeah. People just don't realize it. So it's not that we're making it a race issue. It's just that it, like America's built and, and racism. So like it's all intertwined anything, even if mm -hmm. you think about the first like 13 amendments, like they don't apply to minorities in a whole. Mm -hmm. They only apply to white people. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, it's hard to, to navigate. I've lost friends over things of just from their ignorance um not believing in racism that it's even real or not even thinking that you know what we go through not just not being able to see what we go through or they mm -hmm. use the one line well I don't see color and I'm like well if you don't see color then you don't see me like yeah, you, yeah. Got, like I understand what you're trying to say but I need you to see the differences of what we go through and everything so I mean, it's been a, a trying battle. And then we had mm -hmm. freaking um, Trump. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, something all in its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like um, the first president, I'd say, like, there's Trump supporters. Like, it's a president. You shouldn't, like, the fact that you are out here supporting him, not just being a Republican, but somebody that is 
I don't necessarily want to say, well, at first I didn't necessarily want to say that he was racist. I thought he was ignorant, but he proved that he was racist too. So. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, I have, I have a sister. Well, I mean, I'm a Christian. My whole family is, are Christians, but I have a sister who has very much conservative values. And um, she was just like, and I can agree with, oh, she told me, this is her words. I agree with like, pretty much everything that Republicans stand for as far as like, you know, like conservative, you know, ideals and everything. And she was just like, but I cannot bring myself to vote for Trump because he don't like black people. Like, I mean, he doesn't like anybody of color. And she was just like, and I mean, I feel bad because it's like, I don't want to vote otherwise, but she was just like, that man is racist. She was like, I thought that I could kind of see past it a little bit. He didn't make it so obvious at the beginning, but she was just like, you know, at the end, it was like, my goodness, like, I would feel like a horrible person if I voted for him. Like, even if I agree with, you know, the Republican Party, I call myself a Republican, there is no way that I am going to vote for Trump. And I'm like, yeah, he, he's a bit much. He's a bit yeah, much. Yeah, I just don't. It's like at a loss for words because some of the stuff that he would say and do and I feel, and then I see like the whole, um, the hashtag, uh, what is it? Um, Stop Asian hate. And I was like, at first I was like, does something else? Because I literally just seen the hashtag a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, well, does something else happen that I did not know about? Because I'm mm-hmm. like, um, but I guess it's all stems from what he yeah. called the China disease. And now like uh, I've seen videos of, um, I'm not going to say white people because I don't know if they were white, but <laughs> I've seen videos <laughs> of pale people, um, like assaulting like old Asian guy, man. Mm-hmm. Like one of them just like, like shoved him so hard he felt like a like a mannequin um didn't catch himself didn't do nothing um and I'm just like dang like all all because of one man I honestly wasn't surprised um because one thing I can say about Trump is um I don't like him but I can't say he ever really like lied or was different from who Mm -hmm. he said he was like he said he didn't like Mexican, so I'm yeah. gonna build a wall. He told you guys that. Like Very I don't true. know what you know what I mean? Like I can say out of all politicians, he it's was honest. a little he was more honest than most of them. <laughs> like he told you guys, this is who I am. Like I don't know why people thought that they were gonna vote for him and like something was gonna change, but it's like, no, he told you the whole time. His yeah. whole, you know political like the whole race he was letting you know i'm gonna do this this is who i am like i a lot of the stuff i just was not even surprised that was coming out of his mouth i was just like oh my gosh like i just really hope they vote him out and to be quite honest with you i was very scared that they weren't going to vote him out because there's a lot more people that i found over the years that really do feel like he does like to the yeah. point where I was even thinking to myself like hey I may I may want to move to a different state just because I'd rather somebody tell me that they don't like me than smile in my face and act like they like me and then don't really like me yeah I'm like it was so many people that were like 
coming out like, oh, Trump this, Trump that. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I was, I thought that he would really win again, unfortunately. But, you know, good thing that, you know, he messed up as far as like this pandemic. I think that's pretty much the only thing that saved us because for a while, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, him, you know, he, but like I said, I was not, I wasn't surprised about anything that he said. I I was like, I mean, I can't even front. He told you guys who he was. He, he was the type of person where that, that saying, when they show you who you, they are, believe them. He yes. shows you. This Should have been tired me. ass. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was like, this is me. I'm, I'm a horrible person. Love it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> so no definitely true he basically I mean yeah I totally agree with you like when he said he was going to build the wall and then people started to have a fit when he was building the wall I'm like well that's what he told you he was going to do when you voted for him mm-hmm. so like in all reality like he told you what he was going to do so that doesn't really show so much about his character but it shows a lot about your character for the people that voted for him mm-hmm. and I have some friends that voted for him and I'm like so what like at this point, I'm like, I don't even want to know who you voted for for the second time around because mm-hmm. we'll probably have some issues if I if I yeah, found out. Like, like just don't tell, just don't tell me. But you know, e- eventually, you know, I I pretty much knew who was voting for him and who wasn't voting for him mm-hmm. for after a couple months. But yeah, that <sighs> that guy. Yes. So before I go into my next question, I'm going to play a song. So I have this playlist, guys, that I made. It's dedicated to Brandy. It's called Terrell Garnett Presents the Vocal Bible. And it's basically a full of songs of Brandy that were not released as singles. So usually when people have greatest hits, it's always the ones that were number one singles. But these songs are all songs that weren't singles. Um, And it has about 27 songs. And 27 songs because she's been in the music business 27 years um so i'm gonna play one of the songs off of this right no seriously when i think about that sitting up in my you know that's actually what i'm gonna play right now sitting up in my room because that's probably one of my favorite brandy songs so let's get into it Let's confess I'm a present 
Sitting Up in My Room by Brandy. Again, you can get that playlist on Spotify or Apple Music. If you're on Spotify, type in Terrell Garnett and you'll be able to see the playlist. If you're on Apple Music, I don't know how you search that on there, so I ain't even going to tell you. <laughs> I ain't even check. Like, I really don't know. Um, but if you go to my hat, my Instagram, the links are in my um, bio. Um, so just going into a different gear. Um, I find now a lot of times that like us as, as African-Americans or just ethnic people that we tend to sometimes go to the white man or whatever when it comes to buying things. Um, why do you, I, like I have my theory, but why do you think that is? Whether it be like hair salon or whether that be clothing brands or or anything really? Um. Hmm. I think it's a few different reasons. Um, I think we've been conditioned to believe that anything that the white man puts out is better somehow than ethnic products or brands or things like that. Um, that would be the first reason why I, I think it's something that we're conditioned for. I mean, growing up, everything you, you know, your grandma would tell you, you know, try to fit in with the, you know, don't stand out too much or, you know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. everything was kind of like conditioning to think that, you know, you want to live in the neighborhood that got like white kids or like mm -hmm. the good schools were the white schools. Like it's just conditioning to think that it's better. Um, what else? Um, that a lot of the times we are in so much competition with each other it's kind of like a crabs in the barrel type thing like you're climbing up let me pull you back down so i'm not gonna support or you know what i mean um i see you doing this oh i had that idea i'm not gonna support you i'm gonna go over here um I mean, it's just a few, yeah, those are probably the main things, just conditioning, thinking that just because a white person put it out that it's somehow better um, would be the the number one thing, I think, I feel, is the conditioning that, you know, we're like bottom of the totem pole, that whatever we get, our products are like secondhand or lower than. Yeah, I think that that is also that is a huge reason, and I'm going to touch on that, but I want to go somewhere else first. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, I do think that a, a lot of times too with pricing, I think that a lot of times like we want to, how do I put it? Um, like for a black person to be able to afford to do some of these things, they have to charge more just because they don't yeah. have the resources to be able to do that. And because they charge more, because they don't get like, whether it be like their loans are more expensive or mm -hmm. their, you know, like all these things, they're gonna have to charge more for certain reasons, but because they have to charge more now, we're like, well, I'm not gonna get my money to you because you're $5 more, I can get it down the way for, you know, cheaper. Even mm -hmm. if it's lower quality, some people still go down the way and go ahead and get mm -hmm. that. And then I think a lot of times, um, sometimes we take offense to certain things. So when we take offense to certain things, we our customer service thing may not be there because like, okay, I could talk to you a way that I wouldn't normally talk to a white person. Mm -hmm. 
because I'm going to give you the business. Like if you disrespect me or if you say something smart, snarky, I'm going to get you together. But if it was a white person, I might not do it just that way because mm-hmm. I want to look more presentable. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I think that we tend to turn on each other so a lot of times the black people don't necessarily want to support other black people Mm -hmm. and it's sad and then to Um, your no go ahead no I was gonna say just um I totally agree with that like speaking from the position of you know having hair products that you know are maybe more expensive than you go to Walgreens and buy whatever um yeah it's definitely like the resources of course but you know unfortunately a lot a lot of black people feel like because you're another black person that some like for some reason you need to sell to me cheaper than exactly. you sell to else. like like you know and I'm just like I I feel like if I'm gonna support you I'm gonna support you regardless exactly I shouldn't but ask like, for a discount yeah but it's it's for sure a discount or like mm-hmm. like and I'm just like okay like I love y'all, but y'all don't understand how much this is costing me. Like, I'm not like any of these big people that can just like have their own chemist or their own, like mm-hmm. literally these, these big companies have people that are there like doing all this for them. Like I have to wear so many different hats and I definitely don't got all the money <laughs> to just, you know, pay other people to do it. So I can't bring you stuff cheaper and like, but you're right. They, they do get a little offended um well most people get offended they can't take criticism um even though we tend to dish out a lot of criticism i don't know why we don't take so much but you know (laughs) but to touch on the other thing that you were saying in regards to like our parents or grandparents telling us to that yeah i just think of like going to school in a sense or whatever like you could see Billy and and Katie over there dress however they want to look raggedy as hell Mm -hmm. and it's acceptable but the moment our hair is just a little bit out of place or we don't got new shoes we're looked down upon Mm -hmm. um and so and then it's our parents be like well I remember I went to school one day and sweats or whatever my mom was so pissed you're gonna be making them think that I don't take care of you Mm -hmm. and that's just how like it's just Mm -hmm. put upon us or whatever like we're so concerned with what I guess you could say the white man thinks that we have to so much adjust ourselves even though the white people I don't want to say white people not everybody but most of the white people they're taking our culture they want to be like us even though we're trying to be like them (laughs) um I have I I mean I want to be politically correct I love all my clients but I have to tell you that the majority of my brain clients or the majority of my clients who want to be nat- have natural styles per se, mm-hmm. quote unquote, are not even like <laughs> African American. Like most of them are not black and they want the black style. And and it's crazy because you see the difference. Like black people will come in here and be like, oh, I want to weave or I want my hair silk pressed out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to wear my curls. And then I have the, you know, the girl who's like, do you do perms? Like, do you do curly perms? Can you make my hair curly? And I'm like, man, like, and that was a big reason why I even really got into doing hair. Cause I mean, I did it on the side, but I have a daughter um, and she was a victim of a lot of bullying in school. Like 
you know, I've had to change her school a few times and she would, she would come to me and be like, I don't want to wear my hair like that, mom. Like nobody else wears their hair like that. And when I wear my hair like that, they talk about me. And, and I'm just like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I wanted to learn how, like, learn different styles and different things that would make her feel special, important so glad that like this natural hair movement is happening because you know she's like oh yeah I want to put some twists in my hair oh yeah I want to wear my hair with my wash and go and I'm like that's amazing Mm -hmm. but it's still unfortunate like this movement didn't happen until the Kardashians started wearing like what do you mean Alicia Keys was wearing her hair like that like yeah these these big fat booty braids like I was wearing my hair like that when I was like eight and I was mad that my mom put them big old fat braids in my hair <laughs> but like now it's like the thing and yeah. I'm just like yeah everywhere you turn it it's it's definitely a trend and unfortunately I mean as a black woman I hate being a trend like mm. don't look at me as a trend but oh can I touch your hair can I do this no I'm not a dog you can't pet me my love but yeah they don't even see how racist that that is like and then as young like I know people always like oh let me touch your hair and stuff and I'm like at a young age I didn't think anything of it but knowing now I'm like what why why is that even a thing Mm -hmm. like what what is so special that you feel that you need to like um, like, it's kind of like when the H&M thing like the coolest monkey in the in the jungle thing that they <laughs> <laughs> like in a sense like that's kind of like dang I guess I'm the coolest monkey like I laugh I laugh because I just absolutely could not believe that and then it's just like what made me what made me more like in disbelief was the fact that so many people did not understand like even black people were just like it's just uh yeah it's just the advertisement and I'm like who who is learning you (laughs) (laughs) seriously like like, who who is telling you anything like what do you mean the coolest monkey and like I was just like I was in disbelief that that many people just did not understand why that was such an issue like yeah what I I remember one time I was take we were taking family photos and this um um, this Caucasian lady, she was taking the pictures and I know that she didn't mean anything by it, but my daughter was real little at, at the time. So you had to like call out to her to get her to like smile or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, Hey, little monkey. smile!" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it's funny now, but yeah. at the time, the looks that she got was like I know that she felt like she wanted to pack up all her stuff and leave Mm -hmm. even my cousin was just like lady I don't know if you know what you said but don't ever say that to no black family ever again like we're a nice one but you might run into but why would you call a kid a monkey anyways whether they black or white (laughs) oh my god I don't know there's a um there's actually like a um an app for kids that i and i want you to look it up after i want you to look it up and you'll see what i'm talking about but it's called dave and ava and there's monkeys on that 
app like they do like nursery rhymes or whatever so mm-hmm. they have like monkeys like five little monkeys jump from bed whatever mm-hmm. look at what the monkeys look like i want you to think <laughs> of a little kid and how we wore our hair and stuff and then look at the mon- and then you're you're gonna make a post about it you're gonna be like <laughs> disbelief that they have these monkeys looking like that i mean the monkey would look like somebody's ugly little cousin running around here i mean <laughs> hair and hair balls like I'm like what like who put this out and like thought that this was cool and it's a whole app so I know everybody's been seeing yeah. it and nobody has ever said anything about this yes go look it up they're called Dave and Ava I definitely will look that oh up. Oh my god. It's crazy because <laughs> when things like that happen and I'm like I know that they had the one with the uh, Gucci with the the lips or whatever and I'm like this has to pass through so many different people before it gets approved and then printed or whatever to put like and nobody seen anything wrong with this like y'all just didn't care mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. but um to lead into my next question it's a little different topic when do you think that a lie is better than telling the truth if ever I- Mm, well I don't ever think lying is okay now do I think omitting things can be okay sometimes that would probably be it had to be dire circumstances like I don't know I might omit some information to my grandmother if if you know I know that if I told her this news that you know she might have a heart attack yeah. like that type of situation it would have to be like a dire situation but I I don't really think that just flat out lying is ever really okay I so think that uh-huh no no continue Go no I just question. I I don't think that lying is okay I think um I think people tend to lie because they they don't want because it's the easier way like when you tell the truth if you know that it's not maybe the best thing that somebody wants to know, people don't want to take the time to like think about how can I say this in a nice nicer way or get them to explain. So I just, I don't know. I don't yes, know. I totally agree. So do you think that omitting is is considered lying? Because I know some people say it's, that. It's it's definitely <laughs> honest. I mean, if we're being a hundred percent honest, it's definitely lying because <laughs> like it's definitely lying because you're but you're not necessarily giving the person enough information to like catch you in the lie like they can't ask you about it later because they don't know what I left out exactly but but definitely yeah we're being honest with a lot I I mean I try my best not to be in those circumstances um because I don't think it's okay but yeah I'm not a fan of lying. Yeah, either am I. I feel like I'm a, a trustworthy and honest person. However, I have told a lie. And if I have told you a lie, you still don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> because well, that's say, the thing. My mom said if you're going to do something, always do the best at it. So exactly. Make sure that your life is good and you don't get caught in it. Exactly. So, that means think about the backstory. <laughs> Like everything, all so, the ways that yes. come back to me. Remember, yo, that's the number one thing. People lie and don't remember yeah. what they lied about. That's I have the some, 
I had a friend one day we were supposed to hang out and she told me that her um, grandmother died. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. And then a couple weeks go by or whatever. And she's like, dang, I, I was telling her something about grandparents or whatever. And she's like, well, yeah, all my grandparents died years ago. And I was like, I, ain't, I didn't even say anything. Cause I was like, this is just gonna be an awkward moment. Cause I'm gonna prove to you that you lied to me. So I'm just like, I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> like how you just go sit there and just lie on your dead grandma though. <laughs> Well, I mean, technically, she did. I mean, she said the grandma died. She yeah, didn't she didn't say when. <laughs> but I'm like, just remember your lie. And then also, I believe when you lie, don't ever put nobody else in the lie with you. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's enough. That's yeah, enough. because then that, it, it could get back to you. Yeah, there's and, not there's not many people... Um, there's not many people that you can put in your life. Now, I love my siblings. I, I'm not even gonna lie. If I had to lie, I could probably put one or two of my sisters in it. Mm. And no, I ain't. They they ain't gonna they gonna ride for me. I'm not gonna yeah. get caught. But not everybody has it like that. So better be safe than sorry. Don't put nobody else. In Seriously. Your life. And then I tell anybody that's lying. Always, if you do lie on somebody else, or lie and put somebody else in it, at least let them know that you lie. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. I had a friend one time and this was back when we were in like high school and his mom was like, oh, Dan, how did it go when um, you and Kevin hung out the other day? I'm like, huh? And she's like, yeah, when you and Kevin hung out. I said, Anita, I ain't seen Kevin in three weeks. <laughs> like... <laughs> You didn't but tell see, me to lie that, for you. That's that honesty for yeah. you. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll tell people like I told my husband before. I was just like, "Look, if you do something that may get you in trouble, or you know you shouldn't be doing it, don't tell me about it. Yeah, because I'm a, I, don't tell me because I'm not going down for nobody. <laughs> exactly. And um. I just don't want to be put in that situation because the fact that I don't lie makes me not a good liar. So I'm not going to be able to lie for you. So I tell everybody, if you're doing something, I'm not the one to put in it because eventually <laughs> I'm going to be like, this is too much thinking. I got to remember all these lies I'm telling. That's that's just too much work for me. So I'd rather just not be in it for no, sure. I totally, I totally agree <laughs> on that. I'm going to go into another song excuse me um this is tank's new single it's called can't let it show it samples um kate bosch but everybody knows it from the maxwell um, version of the song a woman's work um so let's get into it this is tank's new single can't let it show How did I lose you? How did I blow that? How can we go back? Why did I not choose you? Uh, instead of a good time, I wasted your good time. I should have been everything I promised. I should have not had to learn it from this. You should have been first. No, it's emotional, but you're not emotional She said, I should be crying, but I just can't let it show I should be crying, but I 
Okay, again, that's Tank, Can't Let It Show. Love that record, new record. Um, so my question is, you found your passion with hair. If somebody wanted to be able to find their passion, um, what would you tell them to do to, to be able to find their passion? Uh, <clears throat> hmm. I... I just talk to, I mean, I, I talk to myself, like, I got to be honest, I talk, <laughs> I talk to myself. As long as you don't answer I, yourself, my mom used to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, sometimes I got to answer myself, too, because sometimes I'll be asking myself some wild stuff, and I'll be like, wait, girl, are, are you sure? Um, no, I, to find your passion, um, I don't think I really looked for it. Um It was just, it, it kind of just came to me, to be honest. Um, I, I tell people, I would tell someone to just, you know, what, whatever you wake up in the morning thinking about and you go to sleep at night thinking about it, if it's something that you, you know, enjoy and you couldn't see yourself not doing it, you know, think of ways that maybe that could be something that you can you know thrive off of um you know I I always thought about you know something I was always a creative person so in the end hair was kind of like a thing that was just a way that I could survive and thrive um but still be creative so I I mean um yeah being creative and um, yeah, so anything that you just feel like you couldn't see yourself um, not doing, whether it be, you know, talking to someone every day, like, or being helpful to other people, think of different ways that that, that could, like, you can do those things. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be one thing. You might need to try other stuff. Like, try everything in a plethora of, um, you know, let me see. I, I mean, I wanted to be able to help people, but I knew that I didn't want to like be a doctor because I don't like blood. So how else could I help people? Oh, well, maybe I can make them feel beautiful. Oh, okay. Maybe I can do that. So, I mean, just kind of like think of a general thing that you like to do and, and think of the different ways that you can achieve that. Perfect. That's, that's very profound. <laughs> My other question is, how important is it for you to be able to define yourself? Um, very important. Um, because if you can define yourself, nobody else can do it. Um, so, I mean, if you, yeah, I mean, it's super important. It's probably like the number one thing, you know, that you, you need to be able to do. I mean, nobody wants to walk around here with, other people being able to define who they are like um I don't want I don't want somebody else to be able to say who I am that's just it's it's not natural it's not something that's supposed to be done like I should be the only person who really knows who I am and I should be able to tell other people about me I don't want nobody to be able to tell no tell other people about who I am like yeah it makes no sense so it's like you know if you can define yourself 
nobody else or any outside sources can define who you are because you know who you are. Yeah. I remember I said on one of my previous podcasts that I used to, when I worked at Vans, um, I used to wear this crown to work. Um, And at the time, I don't even know why the hell I was wearing the damn crown, (laughs) to be honest with you. But I remember this uh, gentleman comes into the store and he was like, I just got to ask, why are you wearing the crown? And I really had to think of something on the spot. (laughs) But I really thought, and I was just like, well, to be honest, in the world that we live in, society and everything, like, they tell us, especially as a Black man, who we are and what we're supposed to be or or what we are. So me wearing this crown lets you know that I am a king. Mm -hmm. Like, I I am royalty and nobody else can tell me any different. I define mm-hmm. who I am myself. And I remember he was just like, oh, wow, I just came in here to ask a question. And I left with some philosophy. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, you did, sir. Um, but no, it's I feel like just right at what you said. It's just it's probably one of the most important things to define who you are, because if you don't know who you are, then you'll probably fall for anything. And in, in a sense, mm-hmm. you'll be in bad relationships, whether it would be mm-hmm. with friends, family members, or just a significant other, mm-hmm. and you'll be acceptable to abuse. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like if you know who you are, you're not going to put up with certain things. And I feel that a lot of people that are in bad relationships, that's one of the reasons why, because if you really loved yourself and knew who you are, then you probably wouldn't put up with some of the people's ish. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've I've been in. Well, I'm gonna be 35 years old, so I I've lived a, quite a bit of life. <laughs> um, but definitely, I mean, people always say, "Oh, you know, relationships are 50 50 and I'm like, "No, they're not." Like, no, they're not. They need to be a hundred and a hundred. Yes. Like, I need to be a hundred percent full before I can give my like any part of myself to another person. Because how you only going to be 50% and be giving some of your 50% away? Like, you ain't going <laughs> to yeah. be nothing. So, like, you know, like, but it takes time to learn those things. I've had to go through bad relationships. But to any of the younger people out there who might be listening to this, make sure you are 100% before you try to do anything, um, you know, with somebody else that yeah I, I always when kids get married so young I said so you couldn't have waited like why couldn't you have waited you know what but but my husband is younger than me so oh, so you're he's a cougar he's absolutely yeah I'm a cougar <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding yeah, no I, I am but you know <laughs> I think that I I can't a hundred percent agree with that because some people are young and know who they are and you know, there there's like older women who like still go through abuse That's or true. you know, still don't know who they are. So I don't wanna say that it's really eight now I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not my daughter's not gonna be able to come to me when she's nineteen and be like, Oh, I wanna get married. No, what? No jump. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm that I don't think there there is an age. Well, because there's a whole bunch of stuff that comes along with true. like getting married. But you know, I think that, you know, people can become, you know, whole and know who they are. It's, it's not necessarily an, an age thing to me, but I'm, I mean, I get what you're saying. Totally. Like, I would say, you know, wait, because how, how do you really know who you are until you experience life? And exactly. nobody really experienced life until they're like out on their own. But. Yeah. 
And no, I totally agree with that. And I think that sometimes people fail to realize that like the person you are at 20 may not be the person you are at 25 or 27. Oh, and it's all about your, it's about growing together. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, then that's when the problems will start to arise. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, people, people are always going to be people, people. There's nobody on this earth who's perfect. And I don't think, and I think that there's multiple people, like I believe in multiple soulmates. So for different things. Yes. Um, I believe that, you know, my best friend gives me some things, some advice in my life that I wouldn't necessarily say that I can get from my husband. Like sometimes he don't want to be hearing about the girl drama or, you know, the extra stuff. So I believe that you can have soulmates in many different places in your life. Um, But yeah, like you, you have to definitely like be able to just branch out and, and get to know who you are. I mean, period. Yeah, that's funny <laughs> that you said the soulmate thing because recently, um, <laughs> I don't know how you should even say this on the podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to because I already started. Okay. Um, but one of, recently, one of my friends, I was asking them if their significant other, if they were um, soulmates. And he was like, um well what really is it and I'm like well there's all different types of soulmates you know it could be Mm -hmm. friends it can be so I started to go down like this list of like 17 things or 15 things or whatever that qualifies your soulmate and I was like so do you think that this is you and your significant other and he's all like well actually it sounds like you like (laughs) and I'm like well then that very may may well be that or whatever but um, I just thought that that was funny that you that you said it because a lot of times people think that soulmates are just um a man and a girl in, mm-hmm. in cases that's not no, that's not no true. It, it, they're they you know di- even different times of your life like like you said I'm not the same person I was at 20 at 20 I wasn't thinking about settling down with nobody I was yeah. having fun like my soulmate was the streets <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't out there like that like I was doing no bad stuff but I mean I was out like my soulmate was the world at that mm-hmm. time. Like I'm trying to see everything that I could see, trying to do everything. So I mean, it's just different, different times of your life. But like now, you know, now that I'm more focused on, you know, family and like business, like there's different things that I need in my life at that time. That at 20, I probably would have been like, why are you even talking to me about that for? Yeah, like, not worried about it. No, totally agree. I'm going to get into the next song and then I'm going to ask you the last two questions that I have for you. But to go back to Brandy, this is off of her new album. It's uh, Beef 7 and the song is called Saving All My Love.
question that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast is if you had 10 minutes with God what would be the one question that you would ask him hmm. <laughs> that's a good question um what would I ask him hmm so, okay, I think I would ask this. So if we're all made in your image, what part of you would you say I am? Like, that is a good question. <laughs> I never heard anybody like, say that before. Like, you know, like like personality, or like what, what characteristic did you like think of when you were like molding me? Like, this is, you know, if, if I'm in your image, like, oh, I'm like, I'm super happy. Like I'm gonna make her a really, really happy person or I'm super giving, like what, what was it that you, you know, you molded me around per se? Yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing, I ain't ever heard anybody even think to ask something like that. Like that's an amazing, <laughs> like, dang, that's, that tops the cake. <laughs> um. <laughs> That was, that was a really good question. I've never been asked anything like that before. That's a good question. Thank you. Um, so my last question for you, it's one that my brother had came up with and uh, I thought it was a, a good question. And he asked me and I was like, huh, who would I? So the question is, if you can sit down, like Jada Pickett's Red Table Talk and you could pick three people to sit down there with you, past, present, future, doesn't matter if they're dead or gone or still here on this Ooh. earth. Who would be the three people that you would sit, you know, pick, and what would be the conversation? I would pick Jesus. Um, yeah, I would pick him for sure. Um, who would be the other two though? Um, Hitler. <laughs> not jesus and hitler <laughs> yeah i mean i mean in this in the, yeah for sure and um let me see <sighs> the third one i'm That's a, dang, that's a good question. Um, the third one, who would I pick? Um, 
your brother threw out a good question. Um, sheesh, I, I don't even know who I would pick on the third one. Um, it would be somebody random. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would probably, I would choose Maya Angelou. She's my favorite. She's my favorite writer, so I, I'd probably choose her. We'll but I would topic. choose, I would choose Jesus. And what? Well, well, okay. Topic. The overall topic. Um. Uh, ooh, what would be the overall topic? Um. I don't know what the topic would be. Maybe I don't know. Maybe have there have them give me an opinion on. I mean, I know Jesus probably knows everything, but like, give me their opinion on like, like where where we would be in the next fifteen years. I guess like, will we destroy? Will we destroy ourselves? And if you can have an individual question for each one of them, what would it be? Um. I would ask Jesus, like, was it like, like, how hard was it to really like listen to your father and give your life up for us? Because I, I feel like that, like, you know, you read about it in the Bible and he yeah. did go through like a struggle, but like, I really want to talk to him like as a person, like, I know that wasn't easy. Like, <laughs> how, like, really, how hard was that? Like, how much of a struggle was that? That's what I would ask him. And then I would probably, I would ask Hitler, like, 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 where, like, how did, how did you, um, like, how did you decide that these people were the people that didn't need to be here? Like, how did you yeah. decide I just need to kill off all these people like like what what happened it like were you hurt did they <laughs> did someone do something to you like how did you get all these people to follow you to do this though yeah but that part that part <laughs> like like you know but that but then again that goes to show that like people are a lot stronger than what they think what they think they are like yeah look at the trump you, supporters yeah if, if you're <laughs> confident if you're confident in yourself like i said that that before to someone like if I'm confident in me even if I'm faking the funk a lot of the times you can get people to believe what you're saying just by seeming like you you know like yeah. I know this is what happened like even normal people can get a few people to like believe like oh yeah she knows what she's talking about even though I could be like straight up don't know nothing but if I'm confident in the way that I come at you I can communicate my words effectively you can get one or two people to really believe what you're saying. No, I remember when I used to work at the shoe store, I used to tell people, I'm like, oh, if you try the shoes on, it's like a 75% chance that you're actually going to leave with the shoe. And they'd be like, really? And I'm like, no, nah, I just made that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds believable. Yeah, it does. It's like, it's like oh, really? Mm -hmm. um, and then my Angelou, I don't know. I would just like, I would just want to just have a normal conversation with her, like, just ask about, you know, just talk to her. 
to talk to her about you know her whole face and you know <laughs> like normal stuff yeah she had one of them you know I've I, I read her book her biography yeah she had one of them I don't know just have a normal conversation with her I don't think I would really even have too much of a topic I would just want to talk to her that was somebody I felt like I would want to talk to I have one question for you, and I haven't mm-hmm. asked anybody this, but it's my own personal feelings, and I'm going to say this. I probably shouldn't say it on the podcast, but I'm going to. But how do you feel about Oprah? I don't. <laughs> People are probably going to think I'm crazy, but I don't like Oprah. I don't, I don't like, like her either. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like Oprah. I mean, I I feel like that that I've always been able to kind of like. I don't want to say like, I've just been a person who I don't have a lot of friends because I've always kind of been able to see people like, or like the vibes that they give me. She just doesn't give me like, a like she's genuine. Yeah. Like she just doesn't seem like a genuine person. I don't really, you know, like, ugh, I mean, I mean, it's like how people felt about Obama, like, Oh, he didn't do that much for black people. And I'm just like, well, I mean, what did Oprah really she didn't do nothing for me? I don't yeah. know why y'all love her so much. Like, to me, she's just a person who became famous. Like, and she just and- interviewed like I don't see nothing extraordinary about Oprah. And I just really don't even really think that she's very genuine. I think yeah. she's just like she just has figured out how to she's figured out how to get people she's just another yeah. person like maybe like hitler i'm not saying she's <laughs> horrible like hitler no but, but i get you she figured out how to get people to like follow her like mm. without really doing much like she just had a talk show and like not like people that know who she is 90 percent of them love her and it's yeah. just like well why like what does she do and I think a lot too, that's not to go back to the question earlier, but like, I think with some black people that like, have you ever seen the Carmichael show? It's still on Hulu. It had three the seasons. The Carmichael show? Yeah, watch it. It's it's one of my favorite shows and it ended because, well, the show ended because Gerard Carmichael wanted to talk about more black issues and the network um, didn't want to do that, you know? Um, so he decided to stop doing the show. Um, but anyways, there's one episode where his dad on the show, um, I think it was played by, what's his name, Michael Allen Greer, I believe. Um, don't quote me on that though. Um, um, but, um, he, uh, was saying that he voted for Bush when Bush was becoming president. They're like, what, how can you vote for Bush or whatever? And he's like, he gave me a stimulus check. He's all like, so your vote can be bought. And he's all like, no, but it can be stimulated. But... <laughs> But I say that to say that, like, realistically speaking, like, Black people, I probably feel that we really don't have that hope. So they're just going to go with what, you know, like, so-and-so is not going to win anyway. So I'm just going to vote this way. And if they get something out of it, well, he he did this for me. Like, you know, I got something out of this. I'm just going to vote that way without actually putting in the research because they feel that our vote doesn't matter. But we have proven that that is false with Obama and with now um, Biden. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. For sure. I mean, <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, but go back to Oprah. I don't, I don't, I don't care for Oprah either. 
Yeah. Unless Oprah give me a check, then I can love her because you know that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> giving out cards and stuff, and you just have to yes. Hey, we cool. I wouldn't even really say that I love her because, like I said, I'm an honest person. I don't really know you like that, but <laughs> we be cool, cooler than what we are right now. But Seriously, I don't, know. I don't really. I just don't get good vibes. Like she don't really have good juju. She's yeah, just. I don't. I feel like she's sold out to get to where she's at. That, I might be false, but I, that's just what she gives me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she'll sell I, somebody else out to get to where her and Gail. Yeah. Oh, oh. Don't get me started on Gail. <laughs> oh, you know what? But I'm, I'm a, I'm gonna be politically correct, and I'm gonna say, you know, hey, black women support black women. Yes. But I, I, I don't like y'all. I, I, yeah i mean if it was them or somebody else i'm gonna root for you because you're black but yeah yeah exactly i'm I'm going for everybody that's black i'm yeah. like hey i'm going for everybody that's black period but no i i don't know i just don't get the vibes from her no <laughs> me neither but i just want to thank you so much for doing the podcast um let everybody know where they can reach you what stuff you do sell at your salon or what services okay. that you have let them know where they can um, find you. well you can find me on instagram of course um, <laughs> at miss underscore nay styles um and you can find me on facebook um same name let me see um i have a tiktok now i don't really even like tiktok but you know y'all like to see videos and stuff so yeah. i got one of them for you <laughs> and then um I do I am a licensed cosmetologist so I do eyelash extensions I do hair um I do basic facials um but I'm focusing more on natural hair care so I sell um you know just natural hair products for everybody whether you wear your hair straight relax whatever um, I sell natural hair care products, all natural ingredients, um, keep your hair healthy, and yeah, about it. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for doing the podcast. Um, again, everybody check her out, and yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. <laughs>